Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily, and I told you in yesterday's podcast that today I would have an announcement for you about a really special, strange product that my mother and father, Daniel and Peggy Warren, have created because they are artisans in the mountains of Asheville, North Carolina. Now, that's where I was born, and my families on both sides, mom and dad's families, are are from that area, have been in that area for hundreds of years. As a matter of fact, just on my mother's side of the family, um, there was one of my great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfathers who was a captain who was in the uh, French and Indian Wars. And for his service, he was rewarded with a land grant. That's what they used to do way back in the day. And so a lot of my uh, folks, they came over from from Virginia, or they came to what we now know as North Carolina, because you have to realize that the very first attempt at an English settlement here in the New World was off the coast of North Carolina, at a little island they called Roanoke Island. And all the settlers vanished nobody can explain to this day what happened to them so we now know it as the lost colony so even then right from the very beginning there was mystery involved so anyway uh again you know my my lineage most directly comes from a lot of those europeans who settled around virginia and north carolina yes there are some native americans uh, as well but i you know i won't get into that and so all of these europeans they they condensed around that area and my mom was one of 10 children grew up out in the country you know my dad was one of seven kids and so you know there 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 were a lot of a lot of folks in my family here on both sides and so there was always great interest in some of these legends and ghost stories and native american tales and you know folklore and all that kind of stuff that, w- that got passed on through the years uh, a part of it i'm sure was brought over from old europe and then a lot of it came from the harsh conditions trying to make it in, um, in in the rugged landscape of North America. But, you know, these stories were always, you know, and, and I guess the storytelling business was always a, a part of how they would entertain themselves. And so I have a lot of talent in my family, a lot of interest in my uh, family for things that are strange and unusual. And uh, people... Uh, they may not realize that you know the bulk of my my family has grown up right there within one hour's drive of brown mountain where we have of course the famous brown mountain lights and so brown mountain and just to you know quickly hit on this because surely you know what i'm talking about brown mountain is this ridge in the middle of the pisgah national forest where these balls of multicolored light sort of you know show up and drift around it at night and for hundreds of years no one has been able to explain what they are some people say they're they're spirits they're ghosts they're fairies they're elves they're trolls people have said they've been abducted up there and that this is alien technology there are people who say that this is a a a glimpse into another dimension that you're getting that's sort of glimmering through i mean whatever's happening at brown mountain 
It is like a miniature Bermuda Triangle. It's a paranormal hot spot where you have this kind of energy sort of, of leaking out of the earth at very least and producing this spectacular phenomenon that um, may be similar to ball lightning. Um, but and I, as a matter of fact, I and my, my team and I made the cover of a science journal in 2004 for reproducing something in the lab similar to those lights based upon our observations camping up there. So it is a hot spot, and, and regardless of how this energy is coming out of the Earth there, at very least, it's sort of spinning off all of these other more sort of mystical and metaphysical events and experiences that the people are having. So it's sort of like a big power supply. So how interesting it is for me to come from a family that already has an interest, a leaning toward mysterious phenomena and then sort of end up more or less right down the road from this world famous paranormal hotspot Brown Mountain and I I remember the very first time you know I ever went to Brown Mountain I was a little kid and uh, my mom and dad took me and my little sister Jessica who is six years younger than me they they took us up there to the overlook one evening and by golly we saw the lights i mean uh, it was i know i i realize how lucky we were now to have seen them under those circumstances because the lights are quite quite a rare sight to see uh, at least you know these days they are that may be in part because of uh, light pollution or, or just the way the atmosphere has changed i don't know but uh it was it was extremely in, inspiring and so my mom and dad they have always fostered this interest in in me and i would say my sister as well but especially me um in in the unusual but in a very reserved way you know like they're, they're not like some kind of mystical uh hippies or whatever i mean like no my mom and dad have a very reserved approach to to what's logical and what's reasonable but they're intelligent enough to be open-minded to realize there's a lot of stuff going on out here that we can't explain. So they've always been really supportive of of me and my sister and what our interests are. And so that is one of the things that I think gave me the confidence to go on and you know pursue this life that I've had as a paranormal investigator. So I'm, I've always been keeping in touch, of course, very closely with my mom and dad about everything that I've I've been doing. And occasionally they discover unusual things there in the mountains, and they tell me about them. And in the meantime, um, they've been producing all kinds of uh, remarkable art. So, you know, my mom and dad have always been very creative and very skilled. I mean, they used to build houses all the time. They were into real estate. I mean, my dad was a welder, and he would, you know, weld all kinds of metal things together. Sometimes he'd weld trailers together and just sell them, kind of because he enjoyed it, but, you know, make a little extra money, whatever. And over the past um, several years, my dad has really become uh, an incredibly skilled wood carver and woodworker. And so, as I mentioned yesterday, I mean, his walking sticks that he sits down and hand carves are some of the most expensive walking sticks I've ever seen. Like, I went into Biltmore Village one day. Just I was walking around just like anybody else with Lauren, and um, I think I might have been with uh, Shelly Wright, you know, just a, another friend or two. And we and we walked into just some, you know, nice sort of like, almost like a boutique antique shop, 
and I look over and I see my dad's walking sticks there, and one of them uh, cost two hundred and fifty, almost two hundred and sixty dollars for one of his walking sticks. And his walking sticks are sold in uh, all over the country in, in various you know states. So my mom and dad have always had uh, you know a, a great artistic fascination uh, and a great interest in the unknown and the mysterious. And so anyway, earlier this year, I got a call from my mom and dad because usually it's a, you know they they're all on speakerphone. And they had an idea. Okay, I'm all ears. And they said, you know, we've been building wind chimes for ourselves. They love wind chimes. You know, they're 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 very uh, rustic folks who like to live in the woods. And you know, I grew up in a very private situation. We had a little farm and all this kind of stuff. And she said, what if we got some of the pieces of some of these spots in the area that have a a connection to these great mysteries, this earth energy, and turn them into wind chimes. And immediately, I started getting excited, and I thought, well, yeah, you know, well, you're not far from Brown Mountain, you know, and so, anyway, we started talking about this, and you see, Brown Mountain is in the Pisgah National Forest, so its resources are protected. You can't go to Brown Mountain and, you know, chop down wood or, or whatever and, and do what you want. No, that's the National Forest. But it is surrounded by this whole region known as the Linville region, which has a lot of private property and where the same phenomenon occurs. I mean, people often think of the Brown Mountain Lights is something that just happens around this one ridge, and they're looking at this one ridge, and they don't realize that there, you no, know, the lights behind them, you know, like a mile away, because I think Brown Mountain got the reputation for being the focal point of the the phenomenon because it was just an area that was easy to see if you were a traveler going through that area in the 1800s and early 1900s. So it was just the most visible aspect. But, you know, this whole little section, I and other people have said, you know, you could probably more accurately call them the Linville Lights rather than just the Brown Mountain Lights. So this area called Linville is where these lights appear. And some of the best lights I've seen, frankly, have not even been on Brown Mountain, but in other parts of Linville, like the Linville Gorge around Hawksbill, which is a peak there, and Table Rock, another peak there. And you can see all these images if you get online and, and click around. So anyway, there's no doubt about the fact that the unique geology and landscape and vegetation around the Linville area is what creates this incredible earth energy we call the Brown Mountain Lights. So we concocted this idea, wouldn't it be amazing, you know, to to get some components from the Brown Mountain area to create some wind chimes. Now, you might ask yourself, well, why wind chimes? Well, here's what you probably don't realize. There's no reason most people would. If you research wind chimes, they have one hell of a mystical tradition. I mean, if you go back to uh, all these ancient cultures, especially in ancient Europe and Asia, 
just about everybody believed that if you were to hang up wind chimes that they would ward off evil spirits and of course the reason is that if you have some kind of a a, a spirit that's up to no good it's going to be kind of sneaking around and lurking up on you and wind chimes are able to transduce to transform otherwise invisible forces into almost like an alarm if need be but also when times are good sort of communicate the music of the harmony of the environment so they can do both and so these spirits would would be trying to you know creep in and the wind chimes would start going uh would start you know playing their their tunes if you will and then boom these spirits shoot away just like uh some kind of a, a varmint when you shine a light on it oh it doesn't like that it, it bolts right and so these were considered understandably like alarm systems and protective things but then like i say on the other hand when there isn't something bad coming around they also are, were believed to interpret for you these positive forces into something that was beneficial this was especially the case in china and it still is today where it it, it was and is believed that having the tone of wind chimes enhances your chi your key your prana you know that bio energy and balances the feng shui of the area so that everything is now sort of connected through the wind chimes so for example you might not even know what that breeze is doing outside you, you know you might not even hear it but the wind chimes allow you to hear it and by connecting to it it eases your mind into this larger state the state which mother nature is producing around you on a scale that might be bigger than you would ordinarily pay attention to but it gets to be sort of reduced down into this wonderful natural music that is produced by the wind chimes so wind chimes have been very very important for for those reasons all throughout history so i said heck yeah why don't why don't we you know why don't we do this like create create a wind chime but let's make it a really special one go get whatever components you can right there in the brown mountain lights area and let's just see you know let's see what your design is so sure enough they were tickled like you can't believe because they're so excited when they get to work on a new creative project my mom and dad they went out they blew my mind and they came back with this design for this wind chime now this wind chime uh I guess what I'll do is I'll just sort of describe it for you. And, and of course, you can go watch the video that I produced about this, but maybe you're not in a position right now to watch a video. So I'll tell you about it, and I'll also give you a little bit more insight since you're listening to me in a podcast and I, I don't feel so restricted for, for time. Um, so the cap of this wind chime is a pyramid now for one thing this is a pyramid made from wood from the brown mountain lights area right there okay where all this earth energy is 
and they went and they visited all kinds of people in the area to look into getting lumber and to having this stuff sawed up and cut and polished and like they spent i don't even know how much time they spent looking into this but they ended up getting these actual pyramids of wood just like the trees that are on top of brown mountain and of course a pyramid is perhaps the most powerful shape in sacred geometry because it's able to take energy and shift it from a small point to a large point or a large point to a small point it's like it's it's, it's like a funnel you know that's why a phonograph works because that you know a phonograph does that in a very practical way it takes a vibration takes an energy and it changes it from one form one shape one size to another so to have this thing capped off by a pyramid of wood, and, and mind you, wood is an organic thing, right? It used to be alive, and I think it still has some life, but it's got that organic cellular structure that only God and Mother Nature can produce. That is the cap of this. So it's very sensitive right off the bat. It's like an antenna right off the bat by having that pyramid on the top. Then, of course, we have these metal tubes hanging down and these are the tubes that create the sound you hear and and my dad hand selected these tubes cut them ground them i mean like you know this there's a picture in my uh, video of him sitting there grinding these tubes up but once you get the tubes there well now you have to have something in the middle uh or between them to to sort of clang around and uh, I think that's usually called a clapper. I call it a dinger, whatever. And so being creative, my mom and dad, they got some beads and some, some discs of wood and metal. And I, I swear, it looks to me, it looks like a little flying saucer, which I consider kind of a nod and homage to the, to the UFO and flying saucer stories around Brown Mountain. So that's kind of an inside joke for those of you who have one of these there's like a little flying saucer in there creating the noise so but you know now now that alone would be cool enough right you have a pyramid we have the tubes we have the but no they keep adding on stuff to make this super special below that is hanging and this is the thing that blows my mind a metal bucket and that metal bucket is full of actual raw quartz crystal stones right there right there from Linville right there from the Brown Mountain area can you believe that so basically I mean like if you were to get one of these things you the the stones would be in a separate bag and then you just take them and you put them in there loose so you have these loose stones and when you put those stones in there to me that's like the that's the moment where you see Quartz, we've talked about this before, it's a very, very, very special substance. It is a true transducer. It takes electricity and turns it into mechanical vibration. Or if you put stress on or vibrate quartz, it produces electrical pulses. And those electrical pulses produce electromagnetic pulses. It is an amazing and mysterious thing. And it's one of the keys to future technology. It's already a key to present technology. It's going to continue to be a key to future technology. I promise you that. So having the actual 
crystalline structure of these raw quartz stones that are right there from the brown mountain lights i mean that's in that's pretty much insane uh that you i mean I, nobody's ever thought of doing that before so you have these quartz pieces in this bucket then as if that weren't enough hanging below the bucket is a a handcrafted wooden local owl okay a locally made wooden owl now why an owl well for one thing the owl certainly gives it some personality he's your new little buddy but do you know that owls in so many cultures around the world have always been regarded as sentinels as guardians and obviously purveyors of wisdom if you go back to ancient greece we have athena who was the patron goddess and the goddess of wisdom and her symbol was the owl it's even on ancient coins it's in ancient statues why did they consider the owl to be so powerful well for one thing the owl has incredible vision and he has binocular stereoscopic vision okay so the owl can look straight forward Uh, he can't turn his eyes though that's why he has to turn his whole head but he really is intensely looking wherever he or she is looking okay and owls have amazing uh, low light vision so in low lighting dim situations dark murky situations where you might think of something spooky creeping up that owl is going to be able to see it before you are i promise you that also owls usually have kind of a parabolic dish shape to their faces and so they're able to hear incredibly well uh so you know you're talking about a bird that is a nocturnal creature that can see very well at night can see very well into the dark little spooky crevices and places has amazing vision amazing hearing that's your best friend when you're looking for something that will be a protector that will scare away malevolent entities beings spirits and so it makes sense to have the owl on there for those reasons but i also find it intriguing that it goes beyond that you know it goes to the level of well in western north carolina in particular there are all these stories about spirits taking on the forms of uh the form of owls in order to manifest and protect places like for example um there's beautiful beautiful little town a place it's a great getaway in the mountains of western north carolina called cashers uh it's it's that area is known for all of its waterfalls and its quaint inns and it's just it's a really cool place and uh there's a a story there about a white owl that flies around guarding the property and i know it very well because i actually when i was much younger went there and spent uh just two or three days at the high hampton inn where this uh, whole story is based and uh, did a huge investigation and got to talk to all the owners and and so look I, I this is more than just like me tossing out some crap that i've heard on the internet you know i'm talking about actually having gone there 
and research this and talk to people who'd seen the owl and some of the experiences they've had. So that that owl has a very special connection also in particular to that part of the mountains there, the Blue Ridge Mountains uh, in Western North Carolina. So this whole thing is just uh, an incredible work of art. And, and, and it's a one-of-a-kind piece. Uh, they made 100 of them. My mom and dad were surprised by what a pain in the ass it was to make 100 of them. So I don't think that they're ever going to make them again. Um, and uh, they said, oh, well, you know, we'll make these and maybe people will want some for Christmas. I said, well, you know, you better hurry up because Christmas is going to be here very, very soon. And, uh, but sure enough, they got it knocked out. And, uh, so they told me that they were ready to ship these things out. They're all made, they're all done. And so I wrote up a document that talks about the history and the, the story and all these components and all this stuff that I'm telling you right now, because yeah, yeah, you're, you, this is all fresh on your mind right now, but in five years, you're not going to remember all this stuff. So you, so if you get the wind chimes, and, and, and again, there's only 100, but if you get one of these wind chimes, at this point, we can get them to you by uh, Christmas, unless you're in, I don't know, man, if you're in China or something, I mean, I don't know, it depends on your customs and everything uh, in terms of how, how long it takes to get things through. I have no control over that, but you get the, uh, the wind chimes, you get this document that tells you the story that these were made by you know by my parents uh, for this reason with these components from the brown mountain lights this is like a piece of earth energy but of course as usual I like to throw in a little something extra so I contacted my buddy Timothy Green Beckley because I feel like that you know sometimes when you buy something physical and you're waiting for it to be shipped it's nice to have something that you can sort of think about and entertain yourself with in the meantime and ebooks are great for that so I contacted good old Timothy Green Beckley who publishes some of the most fascinating books in the world and I worked out an arrangement to instantly give you a download of one of the coolest books he has ever published it's called the complete book of talismans amulets and magic gemstones it's by william thomas pavitt and kate pavitt listen to this the complete book of talismans amulets and magic gemstones now i could sit here and go over the content in this uh you know we're talking about hundreds of pages but if you watch the video that I produced, you'll get a pretty good idea. It's like, for example, here on the back, it says, Energy, power, prestige. It's as simple as carrying that lucky coin, slipping on that glittering necklace or bracelet, and then they go on. They talk about psychic, magnetic influence of talismans and gems, Romans, Greeks, the symbolic nature of the cross, deciphering the will of life, moon amulets. The, I mean... The, the, the table of contents of this thing takes you all over the world. You're going to get this as an instant download if you purchase one of these. And, uh, and then you'll have this to read about because I think this will enhance your appreciation for 
the quartz that you're going to get and um especially coming from brown mountain i mean you're you'd be basically buying a piece of brown mountain um so you'll get if you receive one of these uh 100 sets you get the wind chimes you'll get the document you'll get the instant download of the ebook all this stuff and um I figure, what the hell, you know, it's the holidays, so I'll put a little discount on there for you if you go over the next few days. I'll have a discount. I mean, unless we just sell all these things out immediately, and I don't know. I've never tried to sell something like this. It's so unique. It's so unusual. I don't know. Maybe nobody will buy it, you know, but my my sense is that probably I'm going to get flooded. I'm going to get covered up. Because, you know, right now I'm in a situation where uh, people are buying a lot of stuff. You know, people are buying presents uh, all the time. So I don't know how much money people have. But what I will tell you is that if you get this thing, you can, I don't whether you're getting it for yourself or for somebody else, you can, you can rest assured this is a one-of-a-kind, handmade, artisan crafted piece that comes right there from the people who live near the brown mountain lights that incorporates pieces of the brown mountain lights who also happen to be my parents so that's a hell of a paranormal tradition and uh that's a it's a great gift for you to give yourself or to give to somebody else because i assure you when you have these things hanging up you're going to feel like for one thing, you're in touch with these invisible forces around you. You can hear things that otherwise you might not hear and hear them in a very special way because of the ability these quartz stones and this wood has to sort of transduce and interpret that energy. But beyond that, um, you're going to feel spiritually protected. You know, this is the kind of thing that's so rare you'll want to pass it down generation after generation um and i I, and you know you maybe you think i'm bullshitting you fine if you think i'm bullshitting you fine but i'm not i'm telling you this is a really incredible like strange unique opportunity to get something like this so if you want to know more about this if you want to watch the video Go to joshuapwarren.com. Go to joshuapwarren.com. There's no period after the P. Click the link to the Curiosity Shop. It's right there at the top of the menu on the homepage. It says, you'll see a Curiosity Shop. You click that link, and then you scroll down onto, uh, and then the Curiosity Shop, it doesn't have that much stuff in it, but all of it is really special, unique stuff. And if you scroll down, you'll finally see the video and a link to more information and uh, when you click it it'll tell you if we have these in stock or not uh, like I say it's it's such a strange thing to offer at uh, such a remarkable time uh, who knows who knows but if, if you go there and you see the green letters that say in stock hit the hit the button you can buy it but otherwise there'll be red letters that say out of stock but I do have right now to get this thing going to kick it off um especially for you since you listen to this podcast um i've got a discount there 
you'll see it when you get to the page. So anyway, that's all I want to tell you about that. The video explains a lot more. It shows you a lot more. It's a pretty cool thing. And um, while you're there, while you're there on the website, don't forget, well, this particular podcast is called Joshua P. Warren Daily. It's always short. It's always free. And uh, if you click the link to this podcast, well, you can subscribe through various means or just follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren, at Joshua P. Warren, and I will tweet when a new one is available. Also, while you're there, better sign up for my free e-newsletter because that's where I announce all the new stuff that's coming up. So, thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon.